0: Just before his death, an old preacher listened to a fellow minister read from 1 Corinthians 15. When the words of the 10th verse rang out, the dying man exclaimed, By the grace of God, I am what I am. I am not what I ought to be. I am not what I wish to be. I am not what I hope to be soon. I truly say that I'm not what I once was, a slave to sin and Satan. What had he been? A merchant seaman who became a hardened infidel, a man who had been the victim of violence and who had willingly used violence against others, a vicious slave trader who had sunk so low he himself had been a slave. A captain hated by his crew and known among sailors as the great blasphemer. He degraded others and he himself sank to the depths of human degradation. Yet God found him and saved him. He was the writer of hymns that have touched people for centuries. The story of John Newton's life makes it no surprise that he wrote, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound, That Saved a Wretch Like Me. This gift of grace that God offers every person is incomprehensible. It's beautiful and awe-inspiring, and best of all, it's free. That's why there's really only one word that can describe it.
1: church of County Road 109 forgotten by many weathered by time Lord how the moat saints can pray heaven down Your stained glass could talk and church pews could shine was hell-bent and bitter, colder than stone When it finally hit bottom and walked in alone But that's where Jesus met the biggest sinner in town Your stained glass could talk and church pews could shout That old-time religion may not be your thing, but love it or hate it, the truth still remains. A lost man went in, but a saved man came out, and that's what church views could shout he was there every sunday the first to arrive praying and singing with tears in his eyes cause he never got over being glorified Tall, and church pews could shout that old time religion may not be your thing beloved or hated the truth still remains a lost man need. That's what they tell you, if church views could shine. There's an old country church, off County Road 109, and he's gonna visit just one last time sure you'll hear hallelujah as we lay him down if stained glass could talk and church pews could shout if stained glass could talk and church pews could shout Memories. How they
2: linger. If you have your Bibles this morning, look with me in 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. <clears throat> Thank you, Brother Jason, for that. Boy, the stories that these church pews could tell. The souls that have been saved in this place and the people that have been reached, the memories, the tears that have been shed at these altars. First time I heard that song was several months ago on the radio, and I thought, I bet Jason Whitaker could sing that song right there. And I said, I'd love for him to sing it before we get moved into the new building, and because uh, there's a lot of stories that could be told in this place right here. And I praise the Lord for this place. But most of all, I praise the Lord that he's in this place and that he moves in this place and that he works in this place. I'm not in love with this place, but I'm in love with the God of this place. I don't worship these walls, but I worship the one that's in here with us. And man, the stories that these pews could tell you. I bet some of in pews would say, I wish these people quit squeezing me. Y'all ever thought that? Man, I wish they'd let me go. My goodness. Praise the Lord. Isn't God good? Would you stand with me for the reading of God's Word? Don't have a lot of reading. I have one verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. In verse 16, the Apostle Paul says, For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day. I want to read that one more time. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for strengthening my soul every day. Every day I can come to the fountain, and I can get filled, and I can be fed by you. Lord, every day we are beat. Every day we are counted as sheep to the slaughter. We are perishing on the outside. But dear Lord, I'm glad that on the inside you can renew us every day. I'm glad that you can give us the strength that we stand in need of. And Lord, as this whole world passes by and we struggle with the battles of life and we we begin to fail and we begin to fall, Lord, pick us up. Help us not to stumble Give us the strength for today. God, what you gave me yesterday is not going to do for today. I need to get what you have offered for me today. I can't rely on yesterday's strength because I need it all over again today. God, give me grace to preach this message. And I pray that people would answer to your call. God, give us a desire. Give us a desire. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want to speak to you this morning on the topic, the ministry of renewal. The ministry of renewal, the Apostle Paul is talking about the daily grind. The Apostle Paul is talking about the daily going down physically. Physically, it's not getting any better, is it? Physically, we're growing older every single day. I forget who it was, but this morning somebody said that we're starting to get older. And I said, well, I hate to tell you this, but you're already there. You know, you're already old. Every day, you you grow, this was a man, not a woman. I wouldn't do that to a lady. But every day, we're growing older. Every day is getting harder and harder and harder. Every day has a new set of battles. Every day has that new set of, of grind that we have to face. And last week, we talked about stumbling. And the fear and uh, the things that come along with stumbling. And God doesn't want us to stumble. But the reality of it is, is we do stumble. And this sermon today is to try to get us back if we have stumbled. It is to give us that strength that we stand in need of every single day. And I'm reminded of what the songwriter says. He said, Lord, we need a fresh anointing. We cannot borrow from yesterday." Come and feed us, Holy Spirit. Teach us of Jesus, His will, His way. Every day we need the touch of God. Every day we need the strength of God. Every day we need to be renewed. The word renewed simply means to daily acquire new strength, which previously it had not. So to say that God is renewing us, for the Apostle Paul to say that God renewed him every day. Now remember, this is a man that was in prison half the time. This was a man that was persecuted for his faith. This was a man that knew what the daily grind of being saved was. And he said, God renews my inner man every single day. That simply means that he's given me something today that I didn't have yesterday. Because the reality of it is, every day we face a new set of struggles and battles. And what we got from God yesterday is not good enough. We need a fresh touch from the Lord today. We need to be renewed today. We need God to do a work within our hearts Some of us may be sitting here in need of revival. And you say, preacher, I have struggled for so long. And I know I'm not where I need to be spiritually. And I'm in this spiritual funk. I'm just in this place that I cannot get out. And you hear the preacher say all the time, well, you need to let God do something to you. And child of God, that's what we need to do is we need to allow the Lord to renew us and to restore unto us the joy of our salvation. We have often struggled in our life, and the only way to get back in fellowship with God is to allow the Lord to pick us up and to renew us. To give us something today that we didn't have yesterday. And I'm going to tell you, child of God, if you're going to serve the Lord, you need His touch every morning. Every day you need a hedge of God about you. You need His touch upon you. I'm telling you, daddies need to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God every single day. The old is not going to work, men. We're going to have to walk with the touch of God upon us. I'm telling you, our community needs some men that are, that's are that got the touch of God upon their life. We need daddies that are spirit-filled. We need husbands that are spirit-filled. We need mamas that will wake up in the morning and touch heaven every single day and say, God, fill me. God, touch me. Oh, I don't know about y'all, but I'm thankful for a daddy and a mama that was filled with the Holy Spirit every single day of my life. And every day they walk with the Lord. And today as we look around, we see that trend is getting slimmer and slimmer. And we don't see God's people waking up and getting the touch of God And walking around with that touch upon their life all day long, all day long, let God renew you. Let God renew you. Number one, we must allow Him to minister to our hearts. Oftentimes I say, let God do something to you. Let God work in you. And so I simply want to describe how God ministers to us. How He renews us in the inner man. Look in Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40, if you're with me, say amen. amen. Isaiah chapter 40. And in verse 31, we must allow Him to minister to our hearts. If we're going to be renewed every day, we must allow the Lord to do something within us. To notice what it says? But they... In verse 31, Isaiah 40, 31, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Isn't that beautiful? They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I don't know about y'all, but I need that in my life. I need that kind of strength to get me through the daily grind of life. But notice what he said. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. The only way to be renewed is to wait upon the Lord. Friend, we must allow the Lord to minister to our hearts. And if we're going to do that, we're going to have to wait and rest upon the Lord. Child of God, that means sometime or another we're going to have to stop. And we're going to have to get alone with the Lord. We're going to have to rest from this whole world. It's amazing to me how many vacations we go on now. And all the time we say, man, I just got to get away. I just got to get away and I got to rest my body. May I tell you our problem is not our bodies, but our problem is our soul's. Because every day as God's people, we need that spiritual vacation. We need to get away from this world, and we got to get alone with God. we got to rest in the Lord. We've got to stop what we're doing and get alone with God. Some of us are so busy, we don't have time to be renewed. Sometimes we're so busy in our life that we couldn't tell you the last time we studied our Bibles or got alone in the morning and just prayed with God. I'm telling you, if God is going to do something within your heart, you're going to have to stop. You're going to have to say, time out world. I'm going to take time for me and God. If it's not but 20 minutes a day, whether it's 4 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night, whenever your time is, you get alone with God. We are running ourselves to death. And we are starving to death spiritually. And we are wore out. And we are running and running and running. And we're miserable in our running. Because we got to stop so that we can allow the Lord to do something. I'm so busy. Hey, I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to me. Nonstop, busy, busy. I'm gonna tell something on myself. The other day we were cooking for these men out here, and I was running. I was busy, busy, busy. And we had put, uh, we were building the fire, and I'd put the fluid down in there, and there was already some coals. And Johnny Kilcrease, he put the sign up, said, "You dumb preacher, don't you light that with that lighter?" But I was busy. I was busy. What happened, Johnny Kilcree? He's like to burn myself up. Man, I went over there and lit that lighter and whew. Man, my arm my hair went to singe. Man, it was bad. He laughed at me. Man, that hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was funny. And it was. It was dumb. And he told me, Hey, don't do that. But I was too busy. How many times in our life we get so busy and we make so many mistakes because we won't stop long enough to listen to the Lord. Child of God, we need to rest. We need to take a break. I challenge you, 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, get alone with God. Allow Him to minister to you. The psalmist said, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I'll be exalted in the earth. Sometimes God's not exalted in our life because we're not still enough. We're not resting in Him. And sometimes our problems is we're so busy and we're so bent out of shape and we're wore out. Child of God, if God's going to minister to you, you're going to have to stop. And you're going to have to listen to Him. And you're going to have to allow Him to minister to you. Number two, we must surrender to His sovereign will. If we're going to allow the Lord to minister to us, we're going to have to surrender ourselves to His sovereign will. Do you realize a lot of my problem and a lot of my fretting and a lot of the reason that I've got to be renewed is because I get so bent out of shape every day that things are not going the way I think they ought to go. Do you realize a lot of our problems is we're trying to get our way in life instead of allowing God's way in our life? Do you realize a lot of times if we are going to be renewed, we're going to have to submit ourselves to the will of God? Do you realize that we struggle and we keep ourselves up at night and we fret and we worry over stuff that we have absolutely no control over? We are beating ourselves to death over things that we have no control over. But there's one that does have control. And if we would submit ourselves... To the will of God in our life. And every day, quit fretting. And I say that. (laughs) I'm the chiefest. I fret all the time. But if I would surrender myself to the will of God, how many times things happen and you don't like it? And we sit there and we fret and we fret and we fret. Let me tell you, there's a sovereign God in heaven who's in control of every single thing. And if something went a certain way, it's not because of luck, it's not because of circumstance, it's because of the will of God. I'm telling you the things that's going on in your life that you're so busy trying to control and you're miserable because you're trying to control it, let go and let God have control. It's going to be His way anyway. Right. So the sooner than we get to that place, God, it's not me, it's Your will. And God, I've surrendered myself to Your will. We won't get bent out of shape every time we don't get our way. How many times on a daily basis we struggle with the Lord because we're not getting our way. Child of God, let go. Let God have His way in your life. Submit yourself to the sovereign will of God. And I'm telling you, we could rest a whole lot easier at night if we just submit ourselves to His will. His will is good for you. His will is perfect for you. You need the will of God in your life. I think I need what I want, but friend, God knows what I need. And God knows what you need. Submit yourself to the sovereignty of God. But number three, we must be obedient to His leadership that comes through His truth and His Holy Spirit. If we're going to allow Him to renew us, we must obey the Lord. Do you realize a lot of our struggle right now is because we've been disobedient to God? God has told us how to live. God has told us how to serve Him. God has told us how to be husbands, how to be wives, how to be fathers, how to be mothers. But the simple fact is, we disobey Him on a daily basis. And the only way to allow the Lord to do a work within our hearts, surrender to His will and be obedient to Him. Be obedient to Him. Has God ever told you to do something? Well, don't answer. I will. Yeah, He's told me a bunch. He's got His Word there. And He's taught me a lot and He's told me a lot. He leads me through the truth and He leads me through His Holy Spirit. And if I'm going to be renewed, if I'm going to allow Him to do a work within my heart, I must be obedient to Him. I must say yes to God. I must say yes to the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God. Do you realize how easy our life would be if we would say, Yes, Lord, I'll do it. A lot of our misery is because we've had our own plan and we've done our own thing. You've heard preachers, let God do something, let God do it. God's been trying to do something. Let me say that again. Maybe y'all ain't been this time. I'll say it over here. God's been trying to do something. That's pretty good. Let me try it over here this time. God's been trying to do something. He's been trying to work, He's been trying to renew, He's been trying to save. But He cannot force us. That's a dictator. The loving God of heaven gives us that choice. And you've got a choice to make today. You can choose to disobey God or you can choose to obey God. Before you leave this place, the Holy Spirit's going to convict you. Maybe He's convicting you to be saved. If you disobey Him, that's not His fault, but it's your fault. And if you die today and you go to hell, that won't be on God, that'll be on you. Because you disobeyed. Child of God, we need to obey the Lord. We need to be obedient to God. If we are going to allow the Lord to renew us, we must be obedient. Look in Malachi chapter 4. If you're with me, say amen. The last book of the Old Testament. Malachi 4 and 2. Not only we must allow Him to minister to our hearts, but He will renew our hearts by ministering to our souls. So for a minute, I want us to think about what He does in our hearts. How can God renew us? We're sitting here at Promised Land, Missionary Baptist Church this morning. We're wore out. We're tired spiritually. We're struggling. And we say, God, our preacher, how can the Lord pick us up? How can He renew us this morning? I want you to look in Malachi 4, and I see a verse towards the future. But a verse that can definitely be applied today. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in His wings. And I believe there's enough healing in the wings of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to supply every one of our needs. That when us as His people struggle and we fall and we falter and we stumble, that there is healing in the wings of Jesus Christ. God's people, we are hurting spiritually. We are struggling spiritually. And we need a doctor. And we need a doctor to give us some healing medicine. And that's Jesus Christ. And we need to allow Jesus to heal our souls, to heal our hearts, to give us that strength that we need on a daily basis. You say, preacher, how He ministered to us? He ministers to us through His promises to us. When you get down and you're struggling and and you're down on life, isn't it amazing how God will remind you of His promises? You know how God works in our hearts? You've been sitting all week thinking, Man, I'm struggling. Man, I'm struggling. And you get here and you hear a message like this. That sorry preacher, he's looking in on my life. My wife done called him and told, told him what to preach. Your wife ain't called me. The Lord knows what to give us when we need it. Because He will take His Word and minister to our souls. Man, I'll get up on a Sunday morning dealing with something. I'll go to Sunday school and the Sunday school teacher will teach on it. And then I'll go to church and the preacher will preach on it. The choir sings about it. The every hymn is about it. The soloist gets up and sings about it. I'm like, man, these people are looking in on my life. That is God taking His Word, ministering to your soul. It is amazing to me when I wake up in the morning and I'm having one of those days and I'm thinking, oh God, and I don't even know where to turn that I'll just open His Word and I'll just look. Boom. There's the verse. God knew what I needed. And He takes His Word and He reminds me of His promises. And He says, Josh... I've got you. Josh, I've got it worked out. And he reminds me of all the promises that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. He reminds me of the promises that he'll avenge me, that he'll take care of my enemies. He reminds me of the promises, bless God, of that place called heaven. He reminds me of those promises that I can't ever die and go to hell. No matter how many times you tell me to go there, hello? Hello? I can't ever go there because I have everlasting life. And every day God will take his word and he'll minister to my heart. And I'll get in the truck and I'll turn on the radio and there's that song I need to hear. Isn't that awesome? I don't believe in luck. I believe in the sovereignty of God. And every time that I need something, man, God provides it. And He shows me His promises to remind me that He's still on the throne and He's still in control. And He uses His promises to minister to my soul. Not only His promises, but His passion. When I'm weak and I'm down and I'm low, the love of God ministers to my soul. If you weren't here the last two nights in revival, boy, you missed some sermons. And He talked about the love of God for us. The love of God is greater than anything that we go through. The love of God is greater than any battle we face. It's greater than any sin we face. The love of God goes beyond our comprehension. You cannot comprehend the love of God. And there's days that I'm struggling, that I get alone and I rest and I wait on the Lord. And the Lord will fill me with His love. And He'll remind me how much He loves me. And He'll remind me that i got a friend that's taken closer than the brother. He'll remind me He's right there and He's loving on me. He'll remind me all that He's done for me. And I'm telling you, when nothing else can carry you through, the love of God can carry you through. I've seen mamas down on their face crying because they just lost their babies to death. I've seen people down because their spouse of 40, 50 years have just gone on to be with the Lord. But I've seen the love of God minister to the souls of men to pick them up, to encourage them and enrich them. I'm telling you what, everything can go wrong today, but the love of God can pick you up and carry you through. You need to allow the Lord his love to minister to your heart. Man, in the love of God, good. Amen. Devil isolates us, puts us all alone. Ain't nobody love me. Y'all ever get that way? Well, I got one admits it down here. The rest of you a bunch of liars, I guess. I'm always that way. Woe is me. And oh God send his sweet Holy Spirit and remind me how much he loves me. And He ministers to me by His love. He reminds me of Calvary. He reminds me of the sacrifice that He made for me. He reminds me how He saved me and bought me and redeemed me. He reminds me of my great family that I have. Oh man, God loves me. And that love gets me through. J.R., you've had a horrible couple weeks. But the love of God has got you through. When nothing else can get you through. You rely on the love of God for you. And it will minister to your soul like you've never seen. We need the love of God, but bless God, we need His presence. We need to allow the presence of the Lord to minister to us. Everybody look at me. The Lord is in this place. He is in this place. And He is moving and working. And if you don't get what you need from Him today, it's not His fault. It's your fault. And the only way that we can be ministered is to allow the presence of the Holy Spirit. To allow the presence of the Holy Ghost. Ooh, Baptists don't like that term. It's biblical though. To allow the Holy Spirit of God to fill us with that sweet presence. Man, I come in here last night I sat there three hours in Dumas, burn up at a football game. I was sweating hot. Man, I was nasty. We come flying in on two wheels, getting into revival, slinging the kids out, throwing them to class. Man, it was bad. And I'm thinking in my mind, man, I don't want to go in there. I'm hot. Man, I need some water. I need a shower. I give every excuse why I didn't need to come. Man, I'm glad I came. Man, I got in here and the Lord got to moving His presence got to moving. Man, I loved it. Man, what a sweet presence that God can come in and move in and minister to our souls. And I sat over there and I cried like a baby. Just being with the Lord. Some of y'all may not like this, but I like deer hunting. Because I like to get on that stand. And I like to get alone with the Lord. And i like to feel His presence. Oh, we need His presence to minister to us. We need to get in the presence of God and allow Him to work in our midst. And I'm telling you, when I'm down and I'm low, to get in the presence of God, how He picks me up. Brother Allen, you've been fighting fire in Montana or Dakota, wherever you've been, I don't know. But you've been beat down, wore down. You come out of here Friday night just shouting on top of your lungs. And he said, oh, I needed this. Isn't it amazing what the presence of God will do for your soul to strengthen you? Oh, man, his presence is in this place this morning. You're tired, you're wore down, and he's moving. And he's saying, I want to feed you. I want to fill you. I want to give you everything you need. May I tell you, God will minister to you today. He's using his promises. He's using his passion. And he's using his presence. God's in this place. What a shame to leave this place the way we walked in it. To get in the presence of God and to waste it. Brother Allen, I wonder how many worship services I've wasted That God could have picked me up if I'd have let him. If I would have just stopped long enough. If I would have just said, time out. And if I just said, it's not what I want, God, but it's what you want. If I just said, yes, Lord. How he would have just picked me up. And I've walked out of these doors just like you many times. Without allowing the Lord to minister to me. The God of heaven wants to minister to your soul. Let me tell you something, we run all over this country working on our legs, on our arms, on our heads, working on our bellies. We go to the doctor for everything in the world. But child of God, we need to go to the great physician. And we need to get our souls healed. He will arise with healing in his wings. He can heal your soul. If you're here this morning and you've never been saved, would you be saved today? Oh, would you fall down before the Lord and ask Him to save your soul? If you're here today, child of God, you say, preacher, I've stumbled. I'm so far from the Lord. Would you find yourself at an altar this morning and just get still alone with the Lord and allow His presence to minister to you? Oh, His presence is in this place. Oh, how sweet it is. Lord, we need a fresh anointing. We cannot borrow from yesterday. Come and feed us, Holy Spirit. Teach us of Jesus, His will and way. Child of God, we can't borrow from yesterday. We need to be renewed today. If you're in this place, you need to make a move. Let's do that this morning.